0: Dear listeners, I'm Lauren Conlin, and before you embark on this investigative journey with me, I want to offer a sincere word of my acknowledgement and gratitude. When I, as the host, first set out on this path, I was admittedly very green. I lacked the seasoned expertise and finesse that comes with experience in investigative podcasting and reporting. However, Every story has a beginning and an ending, and this podcast represents the start of my own investigative odyssey. So as you dive into these episodes, you may notice rough edges or moments where my inexperience shines through, but please know that every stumble and misstep has been a crucial part of my learning process, and I've embraced each challenge as an opportunity for growth and improvement. So, I want to express my heartfelt appreciation to each and every one of you who has stuck with the story despite my imperfections because Grant's story is important. So, your support and patience have been invaluable as I've navigated the complexities of investigative podcasting and your feedback. Whether constructive criticism, words of encouragement, or maybe something that wasn't so nice, has helped me and helped shape this podcast into what it is today. So without further ado, here is Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... Hey, everyone, and welcome to Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Okay, so the original episode of this was recorded in May of 2023, where I interviewed a friend of Gracie's that attended GCA with her, and she told me some pretty disturbing things. Now, after giving this some thought... This girl, Gracie's friend, she was and is a minor, and she did have permission uh, by her mother to participate in the interview. However, I have decided uh, that I wanted to take it down just to totally protect her moving forward um, as we work on this case behind the scenes. So what I'm going to do for this episode is I'm going to read you some of her testimony. And because I deleted this entire episode, I also wanted to give everybody a heads up that I also discussed calling Chief Sorrells, that's Chief Bill Sorrells with the Gallatin PD. This was back in May of 2023. And he essentially hung up on me. He asked me if I was recording the call. I said no, and I was um, because (laughs) it's obviously okay to record a call in Tennessee. You just need one party consent. And I'm I'm not playing the call here because there's nothing to play. I said the name Grant Solomon and he said, I had nothing to say, call City Legal. So he rushed me off the phone and that was pretty unfortunate. I was very disappointed with that. So I did discuss that in the original episode, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read you some of the very important parts of Gracie's friend's testimony. Quote, my experience at Grace Christian Academy was fine pre-K through about fourth grade. Everything was completely fine. But then fifth Fourth grade, I kind of noticed a difference. There were a lot more kids in the school. and our original pre-K class, there were about 13 kids and only five girls in that class, Gracie and I being two of them. So it had always been a small school, and it still was at that point, but it just really started to expand, and it became an adjustment. But then, going into fifth grade, is when a lot of the stuff... With Aaron Solomon happened and Gracie was crying out for help and she would talk to anyone who would listen but the school wouldn't listen and obviously us as kids we didn't know how to respond to it. Gracie would talk to her closest friends occasionally but the main incident is when Aaron came to try and pick her up from school and she wasn't supposed to go with him And that's when she locked herself in the principal's office and told everybody. And then they called several kids into the office over the next couple of days. And I was one of those kids because I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a meeting where the principal is talking to Angie and she's more concerned for Gracie's reputation than Gracie's safety. And at this point, Gracie, she was just talking to Anyone and everyone she could because she was actually in Aaron's custody and Grant was in the high school at this point or he was about to be and she was just at a breaking point for herself because she was basically trapped with her father. And I know at that point she wasn't allowed to talk to Angie much but this day in particular, Angie was supposed to be getting her and then Aaron showed up so Gracie just trapped herself in the principal's office and told them everything regarding the alleged abuse. They involved the headmaster at that point, Robbie Mason, and from what I was told, he basically said to Gracie, get in the car with your father. This is old news. That's how it was at GCA, or at least our experience with it. I obviously can't speak for the South and Tennessee as a whole, but I know that teachers, if they know anything, and they think that somebody might have mental health issues or something might be going on at home, they're supposed to be mandatory reporters. But in this case, they just didn't report it to the police. So when I was called into the principal's office, I don't remember exactly what was said, but I think the gist of it Is that they were asking what I knew about the situation with Gracie and what Gracie had told me and also I think it was because I was in the lobby of the school when it happened so I know they called me in and they basically told me you can't tell anyone about this not even your parents and so I didn't until freedom for Gracie started my mom was just like wait a minute I never even knew that happened. I don't remember exactly who told me. It might have been the principal, Rona Branson, but I don't entirely remember. What I do remember is being called in there and they did say something along the lines of, you can't tell anybody this, including your parents. And then in the fifth grade, me and Gracie, we didn't really have classes together a lot, so we drifted apart then but I do remember her talking to me about it some. And I think it was that summer I was hanging out at Gracie's house with her and Angie and a couple of other friends and my mom. And my mom came to pick me up and her and Angie were talking in the driveway. And my mom, she just felt like she needed to say something to Angie. So she basically just told Angie that she heard a lot of things about her, but she didn't necessarily believe that they were true. And then Angie just broke down and told my mom everything. And so since then, my mom's known everything. There was also an incident. I think it was the sixth grade, and Gracie and Grant were living with Angie at the time. And there had been an incident about a week earlier with Aaron. I think it may have been the incident in the hotel room in North Carolina. I don't totally remember, but I just knew that Gracie was trying to keep her distance as much as she could from her father. So it was a Friday night at a high school football game, and we're middle schoolers, so we were like everybody at GCA. Football games are super fun and super cool, so you just go out and hang out with your friends. You don't actually watch football. So at the back of the football fields, there's this storm drain that goes through the ground that you can walk, walk through. It's it's about five feet tall. So we would all play around there a lot, but this one time at the game, it was me Gracie and maybe two other girls and we happened to notice up at the top of the hill at the football field we saw Aaron Solomon and we were like what why is he here he's not supposed to be here we could also tell that he was looking for something or someone and he was just feeling the place out he then started walking around the football fields we could tell he was looking for someone and then we realized he was looking for Gracie So what we did at this point is that we went into that little storm drain and we kind of hung out there for a minute and then one of us would go check and see if he was anywhere nearby and then we would come back out. End quote. I think the biggest takeaway from that was that the school told the children not to share anything with anyone, especially their parents. That is the most inappropriate thing that I've ever heard. As a mother myself, I would be furious, and I know that this girl's mom was furious, and she later wrote an email to the school. So I hope everybody will respect my decision to remove this interview uh, because she was a minor, and I hope that I was able to provide information that was useful. Okay, thanks for listening. Until next time.